0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up to your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Woo! It is episode 90, episode, I can fucking speak already, and we're about 10 <laughs> seconds in. Episode 97 of the Guns and Radio podcast. Three weeks away to 100, ladies and gentlemen, we're just that close so so close
1: damn straight and i'm gonna tell you man uh i'm really excited for what we've got planned for the 100th episode i think we're gonna have a really good time looking back on the past almost said 100 years we are looking back on (laughs) on over 100 years today but yes uh,
0: you could say that for sure (laughs) we'll get into it more of the on this day in rock and also music history as well um but yeah speaking of the 100th episode uh we got some decent stuff planned um as we mentioned before in the last few episodes the uh 100th episode podcast awards go ahead and vote for those guys it's a uh, link you can find in our pinned tweet on our twitter uh, it's the top post on our facebook page it's also going to be the link in our bio on our instagram so go ahead cast your votes cast as many votes as you like and we don't give a fuck yeah we'll reveal the winners a very special awards show. I think we did mention a few guests who are going to be there. There's going to be more. We can't really say much right now or else, you know, because contracts and lawsuits and all sorts of bullshit like that. You, yeah. You know how it is. A lot of uh, silver linings, sort of like, you know. don't want to over-promise I don't want <laughs> <I don't laughs> to get your hopes up cynical. too much, you know. <laughs> Oh,
1: man, no, we're going to have a good show, and we're going to have a good show tonight uh, because our song of the week is going to be Sycophant by Loaded, and we were talking before we hit record. I'm about fucking sick
0: of Loaded, man. <laughs> oh, damn it. Like, uh, between Shotcast and this, like, you got to give something decent here, Duff. Like, his solo material is very hit or miss. It's been more on the miss side, really, but yeah. Loaded, it's just been like, it's been like maybe like about five inches above rapid fire really <laughs> if you think about it yeah i don't know man that
1: one rapid fire song we reviewed was
0: brutal i mean the two we reviewed have been fucking garbage they've literally gotten i haven't gotten like a positive rating it's either been zero or below with rapid fire that's so bad uh, <laughs> at yeah. least who gets like a star
1: yeah yeah i mean there is that i'm i am I would like a rapid-fire song. Maybe that's our new Speak It Into Existence move. Uh, move. That would be really cool to get a new rapid-fire song. Just so, to break up the monotony that we've been in, it's either been, what's it been? It's been Izzy or it's been Duff.
0: We like, got a few Adler songs, like a couple we? Adler songs. Yeah, we've done a couple, on, we did one on Shotcast. We had one a couple weeks ago. Shotcast doesn't, I don't I don't count
1: Shotcast because we picked those.
0: <laughs> That's true. But so we did get an Adler song a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah. And we definitely want to thank Jeff again for coming on, hanging out with us. Uh, hopefully, you will be seeing more of him in the future. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to be doing his own show, his own thing, uh, sooner than later. And when all of that gets on, we'll get the ball rolling on that. We'll have him back on. He can tell you guys where all of that fun stuff is. Uh, you know, with our song of the day being sycophant, we really tried to come up with uh, a, a a bit that um, sort of went with the theme, but the problem is uh, we we had a little trouble here. So I went to Reddit while we were planning the show today, and I and I looked up what is the worst case of sycophantic behavior you've ever witnessed, and. uh so, would you like to hear there's literally two answers to this question.
0: Yeah, and it's here, man. Yeah,
1: And it's a six-year-old thread. Um, so, the first one uh, comes up from G, GHG Cottage. And keep in mind, this is six years ago. And he says, uh, when your coworkers set up a collection from staff to buy a gift for a different manager every month, then I work in an office, so I see that kind of thing go down. I wouldn't say regularly, but you definitely see it happen.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, hey. Uh, and also, for those who don't know, sycophant. Uh, some synonyms of sycophant would be brown nose, kiss ass, um, bootlicker was one we found when we were doing some research on this. We <laughs> was like, oh, I've never heard that one before.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, but I was going to tell you, man, we had a new manager come into work one time and they wanted me to put her face on the newsletter because at the time I was working on the newsletter at work. And that felt like such a kiss-ass movie. And then they didn't even give me a good picture of her. So I put the I, – I made two covers and I made one and sent it up and – Of course, it didn't get approved, the one with the picture that they took, Mm because I knew it wouldn't, but if I didn't send it up, they'll go running to HR, and they'll go whining and all this other bullshit, because that's how they act when they don't get their way,
0: and goddamn, my phone's just going off like crazy. Holy shit, Dustin Bones is popular, ladies and gentlemen. Let's Uh, just
1: turn that off.
0: Anyway. uh, Someone's trying to get you on their podcast or something right now. What's going on?
1: Oh, tough shit. I'm busy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're saying, man, you gotta get me on the Guns N' Roses hundredth episode. Uh, listen, that's for friends of the show. Maybe we'll see.
1: <laughs> maybe if the right person asks, if, if this is the trick to getting on this show, catch us in the right mood, or <laughs> just ask. <laughs> Let's be real, yeah. we turned down somebody down that wanted to come on. Yeah,
0: I usually, I usually put up the, the olive branch there. If you want to take it, you take it. If not, hey, fine by me.
1: I don't think have we ever turned anybody down.
0: No, not that I can think of.
1: There's Maybe. one guy I turned down. I can think of, and you know who I'm talking about. We don't talk about him on here.
0: Probably, but tell me after we're off here. You so know what? You know face. what?
1: If he's got the balls to get on this show, and understand that this is live to tape. Yeah, we're taped, but we ain't going to edit this shit to make it look good. If he's got the balls to come on, fuck. I'll have him on. Don't mean I'm going to like him. Don't mean I'm going to be nice to him. But, yeah, if, if he's got the balls, he's welcome to
0: – or she now. <laughs> Did I give it away? Okay. Now, okay. Now, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> now I know. All right. Okay. Move on. on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> move way the fuck on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sycophants, I guess that's what made me think of that person.
0: <laughs> There's you know too many in our uh, GNR community here. If we mention them by name, we're just giving them more clout there than their mommy would ever give them. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's bad though when you're chasing somebody desperately trying to kiss their ass and they just don't want a fucking thing to do with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <well. laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god, this embarrassing! God,
0: that's like the equivalent of those people who like will literally at like celebrities like on Twitter like shit talk them, and then the one time they respond, they are like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry, <laughs> pussies."
1: That kind of happened to me once. Did I ever tell you about the time Nikki Six responded to me on Twitter. I don't think so. I was fucking with him, is what I was doing. I, mean, I, I it was harmless fucking with him, but it was uh, it was me trying to be funny, and I know he didn't get the joke. Uh, but on our I, I've done this on our show like random times. It's a running joke. Uh, because anytime you meet somebody's rock fan, at some point they're gonna say, Dude, have you seen that new guitar player Alice Cooper's got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Nikki Six was doing a Twitter and he said, Ask me anything and I'll respond. And so, I, I thought, this. I, I never get into these while they're going on, I'm always late. I've only ever seen one Twitter feud unfold in real time, and I was taking a shit, and I was looking at Bam Margera's Twitter feed when he got into it it with Roger Ebert. You remember that? I don't remember. After Ryan Dunn
0: died? I don't remember this, no.
1: Long story. Roger Ebert posted some bullshit uh, about Ryan Dunn being an asshole after Dunn died. And him and Bam got into a Twitter feud that I watched unfold while I was taking a deuce. And I was like, oh, man, I never get to see one of these. That was the last time this happened. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, the uh, I posted on there and I said, uh, dude, have you seen that new guitar player Alice Cooper's got now? <laughs> and he responded with, yeah, question mark. And then I responded with, oh, shit, he replied. This is I said, dude, that just made my day. <laughs> and then that was it. I took a screenshot, and he ended up, of course, after he was done, he deleted the tweet. <laughs> fucking
0: God. <laughs> That's like the story of like one of my, my good friends' older brother kept fucking tweeting at Kanye West. <laughs> And he actually got a response from him, but before he could, like, screenshot it, it was deleted.
1: Oh, damn.
0: Yeah, we he kept tweeting at Kanye, like, yo, I'm gonna fuck your girl. <laughs> you Kanye's know? like, yo, I don't even know you. Shut the fuck up. And then he, like, deleted him in seconds.
1: Dude, the last time, uh, one time something like that happened to me with, uh, this band called Newfound Glory. Have you heard of them? Yeah. So, uh, this was post Minerva and you've heard the story of Minerva in the lost Rick Dunsford show episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but, uh, they were the headline. Rick had booked them for a headline. Long story short, they showed their ass. It was a disaster of a show. They ended up getting in a physical fight with Rick's brother. I'm not going to tell the whole story here. Cause that's for his show. It's too good a story for me to tell on this show. It's his story. It happened to him. <laughs> it's a good one though, but uh yeah, it ends with a physical altercation with the fucking ban newfound glory, so this is ever since then I was pissed off, so I started tweeting at them just to be a dick and just to poke the fire mm-hmm. and uh I said at newfound glory um uh, some forty one called, and then the next time you pack their suitcases like that and don't fold their shit, they said you're fired <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 just shit like that and then uh yeah Newfound Glory ended up following me <laughs> so I don't know if they still follow me or not but if you go to my twitter and Newfound Glory does in fact follow me you will also like to note I do not follow them
0: yeah just fucking <laughs> and mute them. fuck that shit
1: yeah but uh, this is this is the other one on the on the Reddit. There's literally two responses to that Reddit question, and this is the other one. A guy at my work named Smithers is constantly kissing the boss's ass.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> sounds very familiar, actually.
1: <laughs> I know, right? And this guy Linkyc commented underneath it and said, "Dude, you work in a nuclear power plant, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Smithers. Oh man. Oh, dude, I remember when I worked... Uh, I'm not going to say the company, but it's a well-known furniture company that's privately owned by a billionaire. Just is Oh, no, I'm not going to say. I'm going to say no names because this guy was really good to me, even though his his cronies... here Here's how, when you work for a company like that, you make enemies. By making f- legitimate friends with the people up top.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because then middle management...
0: Yeah. starts
1: getting jealous when they see the boss coming up and talking to you and knowing your name and all this other shit. And you're a nobody. And then they, they're the ones that like peacock around them and shit. When, you know, they can be seen on the floor talking to them and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just really so fucking sad. Cause these dudes are so fucking old. Like they've not done anything with their life. But work in this goddamn factory and now this dude that owns it shows up and they think it's something to be seen talking to this guy and i'm going to tell you the guy's a really nice guy he's a hard worker but he's a really nice guy but uh man when they would come in he would give like presentations and shit i remember one time the boss uh that was over the plant that i worked in was like Oh, we we learned this thing and he made us do this power clap bullshit. Like it was the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. This motherfucker put yeah. on a whole put on a whole show in front of everybody to kiss this guy's ass and <laughs> call him the greatest leader in the world. He gets three claps and so we all had to go <laughs> like in unison with each other. What the fuck?
0: what are you doing, like, the fucking Icelandic soccer chant where they fucking clap oh, every 45 seconds, and it dude. just goes, like, like this?
1: <laughs> dude, I was fucking embarrassed for this guy, man. Like, this was the most embarrassing shit. ever you see.
0: clap for him. What the fuck is this And guy? I was like, like this is the
1: guy. You know what? That was probably the moment I figured out that that job was not for me because I was like, man, this is the guy that is technically my boss. He don't sign my paychecks because the guy he was clapping for signs my paychecks.
0: Yeah, what uh, the but... fuck? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is this guy? Emperor General Admiral Aladdin over there? Dude, that was
1: pathetic, man. You know <laughs> they're probably listening right now. They keep they keep tabs on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, For <We're> being hard tapped. <laughs>
1: hey, listen. The people up there that were good to me and gave me the opportunities that got me to where I am today. Know who they are, and they are the ones that always get nothing but nice things said about them. They and things like now, the ones of you, though, that are little kiss asses and fucking bootlickers, sycophants, are you know who you are, and you're the ones I'm talking about. Like, literally, I like so few people at this place that literally there's three. Uh, I'll give you one of them's name, Rebecca. That's about all I'm going to say. Not, not my right. girlfriend, Rebecca. Uh, <laughs> oh, Becca. But, yeah.
0: yeah yes. You I mentor to, to me. Yeah. You call out those rim jobbers, motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't
1: going to call them out. Not till I retire. Don't you know I'll never need nothing from them again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> then, once we get some I'll more sponsorships them. on here, maybe we'll see. You know. Yeah,
1: when I retire and I'm at a place in my life where I, either they're dead or I know I'll never need to cross paths with them on my way up the corporate ladder again, then I'll tell yeah. you some shit. <laughs>
0: or hey, maybe if uh, we get some more subs over on GunsRadio.com, who knows?
1: Maybe hey, you know what? This. If you guys can make it so I can retire early and tell you about all the fucked up shit I've seen, you know what? Y'all go right ahead. I won't be mad at you.
0: <laughs>
1: but, you know, speaking of people that are old... <laughs> and old and, shit. And old shit, yeah. Old Shit. Speaking of old pieces of shit, let's, <laughs> let's take a look at what happened when they were in their 20s. In their prime. <laughs> whatever
0: the fuck that is.
1: Well, my on this day in rock history starts in 1958, so... Wow, damn. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to read that one. I'm just saying that's, that's what I was looking at when I thought when they were in their 20s, yeah. how old would a person be now? They'd be... Fuck, at least, let's see, if there 20 and 50. It'd be
0: 80, fuck. I don't like that, because 58 to now is like at least like 60 years. <laughs> I got like 68, 78, 9, 70, yeah, I'd say 60 is minus, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'd say, and,
1: and you know, for all I know, the people I'm talking, all the people I'm talking about are in Mississippi, in Eckery, Mississippi, <laughs> and, and, and and fucking most of the people I'm talking about are probably either retired or dead by now, any fucking way. That's clear. Know. <laughs> they never accomplished anything in their whole fucking life. How would I know they were dead? Fuck me.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, man. I'm laying it on good and thick tonight, being a real dickhead. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't guessed, our next segment is on this day
0: in <laughs> rock and roll history.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's go back in time, baby.
1: Why don't you start us off?
0: Alright, gladly. Um, let's see. Let's start. Um where the fuck are we gonna start here? God damn it. Um fuck it. Let's start 1958 here, since we did mention 1958.
1: So <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and do it.
0: 1958 on this day. Alan Freed has trouble on his hands when a brawl breaks out following a big beat show at the Boston Arena. That's very apropos. Come on, the big beats you just go like, <laughs> like that. My friend. Yeah. I don't know what a big beat show is. I don't know, my friend. But, uh, the Go-Go's did a good song about getting the beats, so, I mean, credit to them. No, that's, that's meat-eating, okay? <laughs> you, you stop that over there.
1: Six, <laughs> Now's as good a time, Danny, to, to say you can watch the video version of our podcast at GunsAndRadio.com.
0: <laughs> We're just shamelessly um. plugging ourselves through this hour. It's great, isn't it?
1: <laughs> oh, that's yeah. all we do.
0: Yeah. Oh, but anyways.
1: Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. My bad.
0: <laughs> no so there's a brawl that breaks out. Several of the estimated 5,000 teens in attendance are injured and Freed later is charged with incitement of a riot and destruction of property. He then sued the Boston police for brutality and libelous reporting of violence. The charges against him were dropped, but after this, his career was severely damaged. Hey, kids, what'd you do at the
1: Big Beat show today? No, it's Boston. Hey, kids, what'd you do at the Big Beat show today? We got asses beat by the police and (laughs) 5,000 other motherfuckers. It's Boston now, so remember. Ah, uh, did you whoop the ass? Yeah you had a. <laughs>
0: you better back, not so... got
1: your ass whooped, kid. I swear to God, you better whoop his ass.
0: I swear to God. <laughs> You're
1: <laughs> from Boston.
0: And funny enough, uh nearly over thirty years later, Axel Rose would prove wrong that you can not have a severely damaged career after inciting a <laughs> riot. <laughs>
1: Uh, he was like, "Hold my beer, <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold my beer, island free, you bitch."
1: Let's see what we got next. Speaking of old people, Jerry and the Pacemakers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what, the fuck? what a what a band name that is! Jeez, Geriatrics and the Pacemaker. Uh, It's just Jerry and the Pacemakers. And this happened in 1964. Jerry and the Pacemakers make their U.S. television debut on the Ed Sullivan Show. That's a show for old people. A full month (laughs) before their first appearance on the Billboard chart with Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying. With the exception of Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying. Seriously, though, what is your favorite Jerry and the Pacemakers song? I don't
0: know. The one where they talk about... um... Something about arteries and, uh, I don't I do. know, heart attack, something. <laughs> <laughs> I do
1: like their song, Irregular Rhythm. That's a...
0: Ah, that's a good <laughs> one, too. I, Almost, I, was, I was trying to get to that, I couldn't think of it, you know. The synonyms are getting to me on this episode.
1: Uh, you know, if the if the, if the riot would have broke out at their show, they would have called it a heart attack. <laughs> Ha, ha! I don't know if you could hear me do the on the well, table.
0: <laughs> you can put some more post if we need.
1: Uh, nah, it's, it takes a lot of work. We got four podcasts to edit tonight. I'm not going to put any extra shit now. <laughs> Which, by the way, you can hear all four of them early when you go to GunsAndRadio.com. You can hear them before anybody else. You can even watch them. Ooh. If you needed another benefit, plus we got a whole exclusive show called Getting Dizzy with It that you can only find at Guns and Radio. All right, what's next? Your turn.
0: What's next? Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to skip this Beatles one here. Let's go to yeah, May 3rd, 19, 1967. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a good one, so I just said screw it. Um, yeah, so May 3rd, 1967, Pink Floyd appeared at the Moulin Rouge uh, in England. So the promotion flyers for the club said, the Moulin Rouge Nightclub, Wine, Dine, Dance, and Have a Gay Time. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Fred Postone may have been in attendance, too. Have you seen the
1: musical Moulin Rouge?
0: What, the movie that came out in, like, early 2000s? Or... Yeah. No. No, oh, yes, yeah, the, um, the one with the fucking Christina there song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen it. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you're really looking to have a gay old time, that's the musical for you. Hey, sister, soul, sister. <laughs> you know, I had a friend of mine that swears by that movie, and I've always intended on actually watching it, but I never
0: have seen it. It's alright. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> it's not a bordello. Like, isn't that a whorehouse? Like, La Rouge technically was a whorehouse, I think, yeah.
1: Nice. So the on the side, boys. probably. Now, I'm going to tell myself that the Beach Boys played at a bordello and then <laughs> Floyd. Oh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> That's even creepier because their music's all slow and shit. Like,
0: wow. A lot of lasers probably were, were there or something. I don't know.
1: Oh, here's a good one. Uh, on 1968, this is where I saw the Beach Boys. Uh, I'm not going to, well, I'm going to have to read it now because I mentioned them. In 1968, <laughs> the Beach Boys began a 17 date tour in the United States uh with a show in New York, the second half of the concert was featured in the whatever that fucking word is that I've never understood uh mashi Maka yogi it
0: featured I, the maharashi Mahesh yogi
1: yeah that's that that too uh. <laughs> <laughs> who lectured the audience on spiritual regeneration. How fucking weird would it be? You're tripping on acid because it's 1968 and that's what you do. You think I'm going to go see the Beach Boys tripping on acid and you get there and this fucking Maharishi shows up and starts talking to, <laughs>
0: lecturing you about spiritual regeneration while you're tripping. Bro, on- like <laughs> that's like fucking that's like getting like Deepak Chopra to fucking open for like I don't know Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must not have worked out in their favor because the reaction
1: was so negative that more than half of the remaining tour dates were canceled.
0: I was gonna say, at least Kiss with their recent end of the road tour had someone entertaining. Yeah, he was a yeah. painter, but like the dude who was entertaining as fuck. He <laughs> actually engaged with the audience. Not like this guy, who probably puts him to fucking sleep.
1: <laughs> I'm still saying though, man, it's the '60s. They were tripping on acid, and then they've got this fucking Buddhist whatever guy. Up here talking about this trippy shit while they're over here tripping balls, and then here comes the Beach Boys. Everybody go surfing. Yeah. How do you go from that to that? That's yeah. All.
0: Like, what the fuck is this Woodstock? Get That's all okay. here.
1: I've never fucking <laughs> seen one. That would be like some guy from that TED talk you've been meaning to watch on YouTube opening up for Guns and Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got that one TED Talk that sounds interesting. They're going to watch it later, but, you know, you never get around to it because it's a TED Talk. It's boring.
0: Yeah, it's like Tony Robbins opening up for, like, some, like, random band, like, Dockin. It's like... Oh, what's that preacher's name? Joel Olstein. It's just Joel <laughs> Olstein opening up for Motley Crue. I think he'd be perfect for opening up for Ted Nugent. They're both pieces of shit, so, I mean... I was gonna say, speaking of Ted Nugent The best case of karma I think happened in 2021 I read probably the best news I've heard, it's probably old news by now But uh, yeah The man who basically talked so much Shit about COVID-19 Tested positive for COVID-19 because he's a fucking Asshole
1: Because that's how they always That's been the running case, this motherfucking Virus like has been getting people
0: Yeah
1: Oh well Takes out enough of them, we don't have to worry about going through none of more that Donald Trump bullshit anymore. Yeah,
0: sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, who wants to go to the fucking Ted Nugent concert to, to hear what stranglehold? Bro, oh, it's just a concert for him to show off his rifle collection? Like, get the fuck out of here! This is an NRA meetup,
1: dude. If you're a if you're if you're a Ted Nugent fan, don't ever fucking come
0: to me trying to tell me Axl Rose is crazy. Yeah, Ted Nugent's a racist, and I'm pretty sure he fucks kids. So yeah. All
1: right, what's next?
0: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, enough of that bullshit. Uh, we're still sticking with 1968, um, also on this day, 1960, yeah. So Jimmy, the Jimi Hendrix Experience recorded Voodoo Child. It was featured on the Electric Ladyland double album, became a UK number one single uh, two months after Hendrix herself passed away in 1970. Um, Hendrix's solo on the track was named the 11th greatest solo of all time in Guitar World's 100th greatest guitar solo list. Ugh, fuck. Guitar, say that a hundred times fast.
1: Well, and what happened? Surely he had a great, fantastic year after this
0: amazing thing happened to him. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh for uh brings us three hundred and sixty five days later to on this day in nineteen sixty nine, where Jimi nice. Hendrix was arrested by police <laughs> on his way to Toronto for possession of hashish and heroin.
1: Now now hold on. Was arrested by who?
0: It was the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Okay, some... thank you.
1: That's the visual I want right yes. now.
0: <laughs> and it's funny, too, here, because Jimi Hendrix basically pleaded the fifth and claimed that the drugs had been planted on him, which uh, don't know about that.
1: Well, I tell you right now, yeah, I saw the whole thing go down. Oh, uh, hey, it's Gary Caputo. still alive
0: for that motherfucker? What?
1: Everybody's least favorite character on the show, Gary Caputo, let me tell you. Why is he talking like he's from Boston? You know what? He's from Boston now. Your cousin from Boston. Oh, God. By way of Canada somehow. Somewhere in Canada. It's not important. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> I saw the whole thing go down. It was total bullshit. You know, Jimmy was walking down. his mind his own business, right? So there I am. And I'm like, yo, fuck shit balls and dickhole. That's <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. motherfucker. I got to go, you know, get an autograph or something. Because we didn't take pictures back then. Because we didn't have phones and shit. Because it was like the stone ages and shit. So I go over there and I'm like, yo, Jimi Hendrix, can I get your autograph or some shit? I had a, I had a beer in my right. hand, so he was going to sign the beer because I'm from Boston. And <laughs> what the fuck? And so, Mark yeah. Howard. And then all of a sudden, get this shit. Like four goddamn Mounties on horseback come riding up, k-klop, 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 and they all start harassing him and shit. It was totally bogus, man. Those horses, they chased him. Now, Jimmy could run. That's the thing they will not tell you about Jimmy now. Oh, Jimmy, boy, he could run there. He got pretty damn far. Them horses was galloping pretty hard. But, man, they lassoed his ass. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, turns out he had some narcotics on him. I mean, I wish I would known that because I had 20 bucks on me at the time. And I was looking anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're in sight, Gary. I don't want to fucking hear from you ever again. Blah. Good night,
1: everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> God bless Canada by way of Boston. <laughs> Dropkick kick Mophies and beer and fighting and shit. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't mean for him to be from Boston. I just realized that's...
0: Once you get into that Boston accent, fuck, hard to get out of. Oh god, I know, dude.
1: <laughs> dude, I'll be going after this and be talking like that for real. I wouldn't Old be surprised. i started breaking know? into it. It yeah. is. Well, contagious. I tell you, it is very is a very
0: contagious accent. And you sound halfway to Christopher Walken. Hey, listen, I can't do Walken. I ain't even gonna try. Hey, guys, <laughs> and guy isn't talking like this, uh, fuck, I'm not. I'm off. I'm off on the right now, but.
1: Yeah, that's one of those. It's like Randy Savage. If you do, you can do a shitty. I can do a shitty Vince Neil, and that's okay because nobody knows Vince Neil. Yeah. <laughs> if you do a shitty Christopher Walken or Randy Savage, man, then then people people make fun of you.
0: Yeah, man, you the most like unique voices are like the hardest to impersonate.
1: Hmm. So in 1971, Grand Funk Railroad consent to meet with members of the press. They put consent in quotation marks. Uh, who have never treated the group with respect despite their string of gold records? The motherfuckers, 150 uh, reporters were invited to New York's Gotham Hotel so the band could tell them to kiss our ass.
0: Literally, like Grand Railroad had some kick ass shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, six people showed up.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's pretty I funny. think, uh, There's probably some deeper ties, uh, uh, racism, but yeah,
1: probably, probably, I mean, it is the seven early seventies, that shit. I mean, it's still going on today. Don't get me wrong, but Mm -hmm. like they really started pushing to end that shit in the seventies. They were really starting to get tired of it, you know, in the sixties and the seventies, which is good. It's a good thing, Mm -hmm. but yeah, man, that's, that's right about the time that that probably was the case. Alright,
0: what's next? Uh let's go a year after that, nineteen seventy-two, uh, guitarist Les Harvey of the Scottish English soul band Stone the Crows was electrocuted by a shorted microphone wire during a concert attended by twelve thousand people in Swansea, Wales. Uh he died oh. in a local hospital three hours later. That fucking sucks.
1: Man, that's that's unfortunate. I wouldn't even want to be there. I can't even make fun of that. I mean, I want to go like, it was an electrifying show, but like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't
1: do that. I feel bad now.
0: You did not go the way of Ace freely and survive it to write a song about it, unfortunately. So
1: Yeah. If, if he would have survived it, then yeah, we'd make fun of him.
0: Yeah. Would have been a good song to write of that. Definitely. his yeah. new album.
1: Yeah, that's been a whole album.
0: Oh, yeah. The
1: Electric Experience or some shit.
0: Ooh. Damn. <laughs> Give us copyright money, bitch. We want it now'
1: ace <laughs> freely listens to our show uh or or let me put it this way the surviving members of what was the name of that man Stone the crows?
0: Yeah,
1: oh uh, shit here Ooh, that's a shitty one, that's a shitty one. Paul McCartney, in 1976, Paul McCartney, uh, one of the most overrated musicians in history, makes his first concert appearance in America in almost 10 years as Wings commence their Wings Over America tour in Fort Worth, Texas.
0: Wings. they had like one song, didn't they?
1: Yeah, and Guns N' Roses made that song famous like 20 years later.
0: No, they had another one. Oh, I was thinking, yeah, Live and I Die. I was thinking... Band on the run, I'm pretty sure, is wings.
1: I don't know. I don't listen to the shit. <laughs> I I'm wouldn't know. sure?
0: Hang on. Yes, I'm right. It's Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, there we go.
1: Ooh.
0: There. Ah. We go 76. Um, so let's go over to uh let's go 78. Uh so on this day 1978, FM a film about the struggles of a radio station debuts in LA that's pretty that had a pretty kick ass soundtrack too you got steely dan steve oh, yeah. miller the eagles neil young who the fuck is neil young i don't uh, know who that is billy man. Joel, and also who the fuck is warren Z- zivon
1: <laughs> that one
0: i really don't know who
1: it is like we got the neil young joke going on here but i yeah. uh, i really don't know who warren zivon is let's go warren him. zivon him, yeah. And then
0: it says here, more people would buy the soundtrack than bother to see the film.
1: <laughs> Probably. I've never heard of this movie.
0: I mean, that sometimes happens. The soundtrack is better than the movie itself. I mean there has been cases of that.
1: I go back to the Punisher. When I think of great soundtracks, the original Punisher soundtrack.
0: We're talking the two thousand four Punisher with the uh, Yeah. Oh John Travolta.
1: Is that the one?
0: Yeah, it's one where like Kevin Ash is the Russian dude, and he like freaking fights and shit. Let
1: me see when that came out,
0: I think it was two thousand four, two thousand five. It was a decent no, movie, sure. but yeah, the soundtrack was better.
1: All right, so this is the songs that was on. Uh, I think it was two thousand four. I don't know; it doesn't tell me when I looked it up. I think got a ninety-four percent. People like the uh, like the album. Two, yeah, you're right. Two thousand four. Uh, so here's here's the songs that are on it. Now tell me, this ain't a kick-ass soundtrack. Step Up by Drowning Pool.
0: Oh, Drowning Pool. Oh yeah, man. Drowning Pool ruled, man. Put the bodies to the floor, bro.
1: Bleed by Puddle of Mud. Okay. The <laughs> slow motion by Nickelback, but you Nickelback. know you, you could just skip a song.
0: Yeah, those mid two thousands. was like Nickelback was there, whether you liked it or not.
1: Yeah. Never say never by Queens of the Stone Age. Broken by Seether and Amy Lee. Ooh. Uh, Finding Myself by Smile Empty Soul. Lost in a Portrait, Still Running, Ashes to Ashes, Sold to Me. Uh, Eyes Where i Shut, Slow Chemical, Kane's
0: Theme. Oh, fuck. That was in this movie? Yeah. Yo. That, you this could
1: is... be the chemical.
0: There's a good rock yes. album here, man. Fuck. Yeah, The
1: End Has Come, uh, Piece by Piece. And uh, the last song on it is... Uh, in time by mark collie
0: nice yeah, shit
1: yeah badass fucking uh album so
0: i, I mean it's a, so. it's
1: a it's a mixtape but
0: yeah, all right so cool. warren
1: Savon uh da, 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 werewolves and L- he's a composer he composed werewolves in london lawyers guns and money and rolling the headless thompson gunner thompson gunner my bad
0: it's the wrong gunner it's the wrong fucking gunner fucking awesome oi
1: it's the wrong goddamn gunner, Kang in 1980, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band started a six week run at number one in the US album chart with Against the Wind I gotta be honest, I never heard that record but I love Bob Seger
0: yeah, it did. Bob Seger had some hits, man. I mean, you, you'd you hear him in like a rock band or a Katario game. So, you, if like, once you hear it, you know.
1: Oh, you, yeah, hands down. I he had a lot of good shit, though, that they don't even play on the radio that I've discovered over the years.
0: That's true. Um, we, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's move over to 1997 because some of the rest <laughs> of the 80s stuff kind of sucks here. Nineteen ninety seven, the notorious BIG started a three week one and number one on the US singles chart with his posthumous hit Hypnotize Oh yeah, this is right after he passed away. Oh yeah. Uh, he got murdered, yeah. It was a number ten hit in the UK. Holy shit. Literally, oh just almost two months after he was uh, murdered. Oh, literally. Wow. Yeah. Ironically that album was called Life After Death. Like, if that's Damn. not like friggin' um Spoken into existence, and I don't know what the fuck is.
1: Yeah, don't ever name your album shit like that, folks. That's just <laughs> creepy,
0: man. It's just like, you know.
1: Yeah. And in 97, also, uh, Michael Jackson topped the UK chart for the seventh time with Blood on the Dance Floor.
0: Ah, that was an interesting album. Because, like, half, like, new shit, half remixes.
1: Well, must not been that good, because it only peaked at number 42 in the US.
0: Yeah, uh, it was... it, Jacko was trying to do some like different kind of stuff then, but uh, yeah, some of it didn't hit, you know. That's all right. Speaking of, he uh has finally been exonerated once again for like the really? 40 fucking time.
1: Man, how many kids you gotta molest before you go to jail or before people quit bull- you know, qu- I, I know?
0: Yeah, because there's that whole thing with the Finding Neverland shit, which was basically a smear fucking campaign against a guy got- who was dead for fucking 10 years.
1: I get it. I get it. He's dead. Let him rest in peace. All that good shit. But I mean, we have found out people's pedophiles in the past. Yeah. After they died. Like, uh, what was that dude in England? Um, shit. He had a show where you would write in and, uh, you, you got a wish and he would make your wish come true. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, after he died, it turned out he was a pedophile and shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but like Michael Jackson was like innocent this whole time. People were just basically out to fucking get him, and then they just it proved it a proof there. Yeah, there's anyway. you know, the a whole movie that basically defended him. If you guys want to watch it, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Square One. I believe is a really good little I, uh, piece there.
1: I still kind of feel like where there's smoke, there's some fire. I mean, if it, I, I get the first one. And you know what? And I even say after he got acquitted the second time, I'm like, okay. Now there's a third time and I'm starting to be like, mm, I don't know. That's a lot of smoke for there not to be a fire somewhere or had been a fire.
0: Yeah. Or that or people just want his fucking money.
1: Well, they ain't going to get it no damn way. He's dead.
0: That's true. I mean, well, I mean, is the state still making money? Are you kidding me? Oh,
1: well, his kids, what are they going to do? Sue his fucking kids or something their dad did. That's never going to fucking work. Hell no. I mean, I mean it shouldn't either. They didn't do nothing. They're innocent. Why the fuck should they have be punished? Exactly. All right, last one I've got, and you might have another one. I don't know, but the last one I got is in 2012, the year the world ended the first time. The first, actually, that was the third apocalypse. I'd say. So I, see, I went to church when I was a kid, and we went, we was Pentecostal, so I've survived many of apocalypses throughout the years. Like, like I heard that shit every time it would thunder. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I should get credit for each apocalypse that I survived. <laughs> like the year two thousand, then it was two thousand and one, then it became like two thousand and eight, and then it was twenty twelve. Like yeah,
0: twenty twelve was a big coup. Cool, There's like fucking forty movies made about it.
1: <laughs> you know what I did on December th- on January first, two thousand thirteen. Sorry, January yeah, January first. It would have been January first. We had a big New Year's Eve party at uh in Starkville at my friend's house because they went to uh Mississippi State College. MSU Bulldogs and uh Go Dogs (laughs) and uh they uh ring the cowbell. They they uh Anyway, we had a big-ass party. So the next morning, me and my buddy uh, Huffman woke up hungover as fuck. And we laid on the couch on Netflix and watched 2012 documentaries all day. And then I posted on Twitter, you know, what I, I was watching. And I said, guys, you know, I'm watching all these documentaries about 2012 on Netflix. I'm starting to think there might be something to this. And it was, you know, December January 1st, 2013. <laughs>
0: uh, good times
1: alright, Paul McCartney and his wife, they get a divorce alright, all right, no, no they no, didn't, no. I misread this it one, Yeah, they narrowly avoided a potentially deadly helicopter crash when their pilot became disoriented during the flight in a bad weather and missed some trees by two feet, holy
0: shit
1: god damn, that's close that's a little close that for is...
0: comfort That's very close. Holy shit.
1: Especially after what happened to Kobe. Uh, my
0: God. Yeah. You remember when Shane,
1: this ain't the wrestling show. I know, but do you remember when Shane McMahon survived a a helicopter crash?
0: Oh yeah. That was, that was some crazy shit.
1: And then they're interviewing him and halfway through the interview, as he's talking to the news, the lady has no idea who he is. Uh, (laughs) And then halfway through the interview, she goes, it's just randomly, uh, are you Vince McMahon's son? And he goes, "Yes, I am." <laughs> uh, anyway, the UK. I, I I I misread a couple of things and thought they were getting a divorce or some shit. But
0: <laughs> you just assume it's
1: always. <laughs> yeah, I assume oh, it, that. Oh, it's a near death experience. God damn it! <laughs> it is fucking near death experience. I've been through it. Yes. I can imagine having to go through it having oh. money. All I had was debt. Yeah, here you go, bitch. Take half.
0: <laughs> You're going <come laughs> to take the rest of it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, the UK Department of Transport launched an investigation in the incident the following November. Why did they take a fucking year?
0: Uh, or, like that wait, many months? I don't November. Know, yeah. What
1: are you going to find in November from a plane crash? It didn't happen.
0: I don't know unless they check the black box or something. I guess if helicopters have those, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I've never been in a helicopter. That'd be pretty cool to do one day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then again,
0: definitely. I don't know. If my fear of heights would let me do
1: that. I know, man. Get up there. It ain't nothing. See, that's why I'll never skydive because they take a lot of pictures of you, and I don't want to have that many pictures of me having pissed myself.
0: Yeah. Or just me going, and it's just like flying. Oh, yeah. And then you fall into it. Or no, that's gonna no, land on someone's house. No. not my problem.
1: No, this is this is my luck. Some wiley e. coyote should have, and I'll vomit. I'll go down past the vomit. When I hit the ground, the vomit will splat on my head. That is the luck I have. <laughs>
0: you beat your own vomit to the race. Holy shit.
1: And then it's like you remember Nickelodeon when the slime would come down? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, the fucking slime is classic.
1: Oh man, I hadn't even thought about that in years.
0: Slime, some classic. Uh, I got one more here, and then we can get into some birthdays as well. All right. Yeah. So on this day in 2017, the Eagles were suing a hotel in Mexico that calls itself the Hotel California. (laughs) And it's in Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. They must know
1: what that whole California. They don't know what the word California means. That's the only
0: explanation. Not at all. Yeah. So the rock band claimed the 11 room hotel in Todos Santos quote-unquote actively encourages guests to believe it is associated with them in order to sell merchandise and they claim the songs in the lobby and sells t-shirts describing the venue as also quote-unquote legendary yeah you know what i'd sue the fuck out of them too fuck oh yeah you don't know where the real hotel california is it could be fucking don henley's guest house for all we fucking know
1: At the same time, though, I don't feel bad for people that are duped if they go to Mexico and they think that Hotel California is in Mexico.
0: I was going to say, Hotel California is probably like a Radisson, like, off of, like, friggin' some highway.
1: I always thought that song was about an acid trip. Could be, too. That's what I've always told myself.
0: Unless it's about the Fairmont Beverly Hills, you know, some crazy shit.
1: Uh, what birthday? Do you want me to start with birthdays? How far back are we going on birthdays?
0: Oh, um, whoa, I got this one. We're going to start in 1903, because on this day, American singer and actor Bing Crosby was born. All right. Um, you'll know probably one of his biggest hits, White Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's about it. That was <laughs> be yeah. real.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, though, he passed away in 1977.
1: Ah. Uh. Yes.
0: Bad, time. but still, what man. What else you got? Happy birthday in heaven, Bing Crosby. On this day, also James Brown.
1: Oh, watch me!
0: Hell yeah. Get up off of that thing.
1: Yeah, you gotta love some James Brown, man. That's rock and roll, right? God here.
0: damn. Throwing some live at the Apollo, uh, living in America. A, you can go on and on with the hits that guy's had, man.
1: Remember when he was in WCW for a hot minute?
0: Yeah, when they did, not barely advertise him. <laughs> they didn't do shit with him. Yeah, yeah like, oh, he may appear. We're not sure though. He may appear, and it's like you should have advertised him if he's going to appear, even if for five minutes.
1: Dude, James was drunk there toward the end, man. You remember some of? The, you should look up some of his later interviews in the '90s and shit when he went crazy.
0: Yeah, dude, there was some, like some story about like he did like some fucking drugs. The cops like tried to come after him. And they sent him on some like wild chase. <laughs> oh my god, there's literally an episode of fucking yeah the Disgraceland, that uh sort of true crime music podcast like i've mentioned here before on james brown and the whole story about like him leading the cops on this fucking wild car chase while he's like high on some shit
1: yeah
0: oh god crazy man but god rest your soul james
1: yeah we still love you james brown damn right one of the oh. godfathers of rock and roll oh
0: yeah we got a couple more here birthdays too as well um happy birthday frankie valley from uh four seasons
1: nice nice
0: some of you remember uh some of the hits like sherry walk like a man uh big girls don't cry not the Fergie version
1: oh i heard that one yeah yes. <laughs> i ain't gonna pretend to know many of these
0: yeah oh also on this day 1951 uh Christopher Cross was born. Oh, y- y'all remember uh, "Sailing"? It's a classic. A classic on many yacht rock playlists. You can find on Spotify now. Oh,
1: is that the song Guns N' Roses covered that one time?
0: I don't think. Maybe a different "Sailing."
1: I am sailing. That one.
0: No, I think it's a different "Sailing." Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. Imagine Guns N' Roses covering yacht rock. I was like, shit. Are they? Are they get de- that desperate for cover?
1: Oh, dude, the founder of Toyota was born today. Oh shit! I ain't gonna try to say his name though.
0: Yeah. Um, also on this day, 1953, uh, Bruce Hall from American rock band Ario Speedwagon
1: was born. Woo! Now, there's one I can get behind. I like Ario yeah. Speedwagon.
0: Damn right! I was gonna say that one album. What was that fucking album they had with um?
1: Oh shit, I don't have my records on me right now. The um, one
0: fucking, basically where they had all their hits on. Radio <sighs> Fidelity or something? or
1: Yeah, I think that's it.
0: Something like that, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Uh, but yeah, it's basically where they had all their fucking hits off that one album.
1: Hang on, I'm looking it up. It's gonna fuck with me if I don't.
0: Yeah, just look up like Keep On Loving You, because I know that's from there. Or something.
1: But they had so many uh fucking good... Play. I think they play around here a lot.
0: They're still active, like, touring and stuff. I don't know if they're making music, but I know they still tour, like... From time to time, whatever.
1: Okay, it is... Uh, okay, yeah, that's definitely the album, but... Come on, Wikipedia. <laughs> Stop showing me the goddamn picture. No, bitch. High Fidelity, that's it. High
0: Fidelity, ah, there we go.
1: Released November... Get this shit... This motherfucker was recorded September 3rd, 1980. Wow. Recorded. Not mixed. Not mastered. Fucking recorded on September 3rd, 1980. Now, get this. It was released on November 4th, 1980. Two months. It took 2 months to put this motherfucking album out. Think about that. Now you really think a new fucking GNR album is coming? Fuck no. Nope. <laughs> all right.
0: Sorry. No. Nah. No worries, my friend. As Moving on. Yes. <laughs> That's all right. Um and I think probably one of our one of the last birthdays we have here on uh, this day 1972, American musician Josie Scott, the lead singer of Saliva was born. Nice. And uh I believe you have some history <laughs> with Mr. Josie Scott that you told me off-air. I haven't I think told the both time song. we have to fucking share the story because it's <laughs> It's great. Are you
1: sure now I've never told the Josie Scott story on?
0: I don't think so.
1: All right. Well, it ain't much of a story, uh, first off. <laughs> Josie Scott... Uh, well, it starts out a few years ago. I was fucking this girl from uh, um, Mississippi, Tennessee. And uh, she'd been... When I first got divorced, I was kind of dating around. And, uh, you know, as you do, you know, you have a little fun. And uh, she was one of those cougar mills, too, man. She was... Good times, me and her had. But uh, it turns out that back in the day uh, she used to date Josie Scott mm-hmm. and by date Josie Scott I mean I think she actually had a one night stand with him or something like they hung out they ended up fucking and shit and then I think she figured I, I don't know if she knew who he was going into it or if they met at a concert I don't really remember the whole story because I just like oh my god I'm Eskimo Brothers with the lead singer Saliva <laughs> <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and,
1: and, and if you guys have never seen that show the league and you don't know what eskimo brothers are you know what google it you should just google it but yeah it turns out the dictionary you'll fucking know so yeah Josie scott if you're listening uh hit me up turns out we're eskimo brothers and uh i don't know maybe we should hang out and get to know each other since we're family
0: yeah, weird? To. let's go Um, next time you guys play at Wrestlemania let's uh, get get some backstage
1: (laughs) tickets come on bro give me some shit we're brothers man we're practically brothers we've uh I can think of one thing we we have in common (laughs) 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 can't be that bad oh man Oh, man, I, w- I bet she's going to hear this now and be all pissed off. But I didn't say her name. Nobody knows who I'm talking about. It's all good. Oh, man, this would be the one episode she listens to, too. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> I haven't great. thought about me in probably two or three years. I haven't heard <laughs> her, And then all of a sudden, I wonder whatever happened to him. Oh. <laughs> Look, what's this sticko fan? Oh, it's got a picture of Vince McMahon getting his... Ass, or, no, of uh, Duff McKagan getting his ass kissed by William Regal because she is a wrestling fan. <laughs> She'll recognize the Let's see what this show is about. I'll go ahead and have a listen.
0: <laughs> who listens? We only know the amount of plays we get. We don't know who's playing it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we don't go that far into stats. We don't want to know that shit.
1: Oh yeah. Were well, you ready to listen to our song of the day?
0: Yeah, let's get ready ready to listen to a song about brown-nosing, butt-licking, ass-kissing, butt-sucking, motherfucking goddamn shit. <laughs>
1: Free loading bastards. Yes. Go ahead, throw them all in there.
0: All right, Duff. Uh, hopefully this song's not about <laughs> some ex-girlfriend of his.
1: It better not be. I'll turn it the fuck off. Oh. We're going to be listening to the version from episode 1999 live, because that's the one that's easiest available to us. Mm -hmm. And I'm not that interested in a loaded song to go try to hunt down another version.
0: (laughs) I think it's the only version of it from my research stuff, so.
1: Fucking good. Here we go. Better than the rest of the shit we've been listening to so far. That's a hot start, I'd say.
0: Yeah. i do a I don't I don't
1: hate it. I don't like okay. it enough. Another- while we talk
0: though. <laughs> mm.
1: Didn't we just do a monkey song? <laughs> Two weeks ago, oh, yeah. Six degrees of separation, here we go. I don't know. If he, I don't know. We don't have lyrics today. Yeah, so I, think I couldn't find
0: lyrics this at all. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hang on.
1: That don't sound like a very big crowd to me. <laughs> it's, there you
0: uh, go. It's, a, it's his local pub, about five minutes from Dubs' house.
1: <laughs> probably, probably.
0: Yeah. Or if so, that's some like hole in the wall somewhere, because you know he's punk rock guys. Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> uh I know nothing about this song, this album. uh Sorry. Uh, I don't claim this is. This isn't, this isn't. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to listen to the song, say what we thought about the song, spin the goddamn wheel, and then figure out what song we're gonna listen to next. So that's how we're gonna do it.
0: Yeah, I can't even find the song on Spotify. So yeah, it ain't happening. Yeah, I don't think it's on any streaming service, to be honest. So this album, I can't even find.
1: Yeah, this might be a rarity. Well, what did you think of the song?
0: Are you want I mean, me to? Hop- Hot Start, I'll give you that. I mean, this is probably like, this is very, like, it's it was quicker than I thought it was going to be. I thought maybe it would get a little something, but it's nope. not bad. It's not great either. Like, Hot Start, I like that. Guitar is great. I mean, like,
1: I mean, it's a punk rock song.
0: It's it's probably like the most like punk rock duff song I think we've heard and reviewed so far, I'd say, on the show. Yeah. Um it kind of gives me like a bit of a Shadow of Your Love vibe. I can see that. Because both those that. songs are very hot and they're like the same tempo basically throughout. Well kind I mean of thing. But one's better say, than the other. And this I isn't
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't say Shadow of Your Love is a punk rock song, but it definitely is influenced by Yeah.
0: It. Yeah, I'm saying they both share sort of those same influences. This just leans more into the punk side of things um it's okay i mean it's not like the worst song ever but i i don't know i may have to give this a couple more listens but for a first listen it's probably gonna get a two for me
1: all right uh well you're much more generous than me i'm gonna give it a one and a half i liked it instrumentally wise but i mean i've heard better punk songs and that's my thought. You want to spin the wheel and see what we do next week? That would have been a better shotcast than a main episode. But hey, yeah, I've yes. had fun tonight. So
0: hell yeah, man! We have had fun going through history, doing all sorts of stuff, and we hope you guys had fun with us too. Um, but Dustin, let's spin that wheel and see what we're going to do next week here on Guns and Radio.
1: Well, actually, hang on. Before I spin the wheel,
0: locked <laughs> it up again. God damn it!
1: Before I spin the wheel, let's just send some positive vibes. Give us something good. Come on, wheel. Send us something good.
0: Come on. Slash do something. It. Snake pit.
1: Something we've heard of.
0: It's about song. time.
1: It's about time for a song I actually have heard of. That would be a nice change of pace. God damn it. <laughs> Well, looks like we're listening to another fucking Duff
0: song. We're going to listen to Bambi by Duff. God damn. Oh, it's a bonus track from his uh, first album, which I believe is a cover, if I'm not mistaken. Because I remember I had that on the list for stuff we should do for Shotcast. But let me double check. Hang on. Because I know that it's on the Believe In Me album.
1: Yeah, it's a bonus track off Believe In Me, released in 93. At least the Believe In Me shit has been better than...
0: Yeah. This is a Prince cover, actually
1: okay well maybe it may not it might not be that bad
0: yeah because we've had some pretty good luck with um at least this this first solo album so
1: what have we reviewed on here i love you i don't think we've, we've done believe in me yet have we
0: we've not done that song we did the just not there which had slash that was basically like their like own version of rocket queen kind of which is not bad yeah but then uh, we did, like, that shitty song with Dizzy Reed on there. It's like, ugh. Yeah, that was
1: pretty bad. It uh, was punk rock song. I don't think we've even done we that. We did
0: punk rock song. That was just there. So we've had, like... See, I two, don't even fucking remember it. Two pretty good songs from this album so far. There's still more that, like, I've listened to that I would love to review in the future, but those will come soon.
1: Yeah. Well, guys... <clears throat> Be sure to tune in next week. We're going to listen to another fucking deaf song, much to my dismay, but also come in Saturday for Shotcast Saturday, and go join us for GN Extra, where the conversation will continue. All of our shows, if you have trouble finding us, are available to you, most of them for free, at GunsAndRadio.com. That's where you can find all of our amazing things that we put out just for you, because we cool like that. We love you. You're our boy. Your boy, Blue. That's you listening and watching right now, especially yeah. you people watching.
0: <laughs> so until next time, I'm Dusty Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week for another edition of Guns and Radio podcast. Peace.